AV Nation is brought to you by Atlona, the go-to provider for AV signal distribution and control in corporate, higher education, and residential spaces. Learn more at atlona.com. Hello, AV friends, and welcome to an episode of EdTech, coming to you from ISE. So today we're gonna be a little bit different than usual. We don't have our regular panel of higher ed AV professionals, but I did manage to find an international panel of higher ed AV professionals. So uh, without further ado, I will you know, introduce my gang here. So we have with us Justin Dawson from Dublin City University in Ireland. Hello, thanks for joining. Yeah, and tell us a little bit about what you do there. Um, I am a senior tech officer in the School of Nursing, Psychotherapy and Community Health in Dublin City University. What does that mean? Um, I look after all things tech in uh, my school. Um, we have some clinical skills labs, we have some simulation that we have to look after, and then we do some live events with nursing symposiums as well. Fantastic. And we also have joining us Andrew Haggard from Wilfrid Laurier University in Canada. Yeah. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much. And tell us a little bit about what you do over there. Um, I'm the manager of AB Projects and uh, Technical Support. So we have uh, about 160 uh, teaching spaces plus some meeting rooms. And, uh, and of course auditorium spaces and event locations. And my team and I uh, take care of all of the maintenance and, uh, and, and all of the operations for those, uh, for those spaces. Fantastic. All right, so, you know, here we are. We are at ISE. The last day, right? yeah. the Acro last day. Like for me across the pond, <laughs> of course, for, <laughs> for Andrew also yeah. um, and Justin, kind of a, a smaller cop skipping a jump over. <laughs> right. But yeah, so it's the last day. And uh, as opposed to myself, who is an ISE first timer, you both have been to this show before. How has this year been different from years past? Do you wanna start, Justin? Yeah, um, how's it been different? Um, two more holes. Uh, seven and eight, which I still haven't got over to, and like it's 2 p.m., 2.30 p.m. in the day. I hope to get over to them. But I, with that expansion has been, the, it's made it more comfortable when you're walking around as well. Mm. Um, sometimes you would see a booth and you go, I don't get why this booth fits into this hall, compared to hall one, all lighting and staging, Hall two and hall three, and three being all like used as a collaboration. It was easier to find our, your way around. Now, having said that, easier to find yourself a way around, but there's still over a thousand plus boots to see. It's, it's tough. It is a lot. It is it, a lot. And I did not, um, you know, everyone says, like, it's, it's bigger than Infocom. It is um, a whole lot of tech out there. Um, and I still didn't really fully grasp the massiveness of this. Um, and then got here and was like, oh. <laughs> I knew I was gonna get my steps in, but didn't, didn't quite expect quite what I saw. And how about yourself, Andrew? So I went to, the first IESC I went to was in Amsterdam. It was in 2020, so it was the, 
last one just before COVID. So um, there were uh, some vendors that had pulled out late in the in the uh, in, in the presentations there, but uh, it was it was pretty it was still pretty crowded, and uh, it was it's a beautiful city to to have a a, confer a conference in. Mm -hmm. um, then last year I came to came came here and the crowds were still pretty high and it was the first time I saw something that was so big in in in, in this city certainly. And uh, and this year, of course, is is much more crowded. There's a lot more vendors, and there's a lot more crowds. Um, so I was I was yeah. imp I was impressed by last year and this year, but this year is much more crowded. A lot more vendors, a lot more interest, and and as you were saying, uh, the uh, the separation really mm -hmm. makes a difference of of the different categories. Yeah, like it, helped, it helped organize me. Amsterdam, they outgrew Amsterdam. They did. They did. And it, did you get lost? How many times did you get lost per minute in, in the ride? You I know, did. It's, it's Tetris. I, 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 did, I did get lost. It's, it's well organized here. It's a nice straight path from hall to hall to hall to hall and just branches out. And, uh, and the ride is like this. Yeah, it was, it was easy to get around. <laughs> it was easy to get around. I, was, I got to where I had to go pretty easily. Excellent, excellent. So, um, Andrew, you have been to Infocom already. Yes. Unfortunately, Justin has not had the experience. Coming soon. There you Coming go. <laughs> Will be in Vegas with us, absolutely. But how would you say this compares one to of the, that? One of the differences I, I felt uh, in, uh, in I, I've, I've gone to Info, Infocom at, at both Las Vegas and in Orlando, and I found oh well, they're obviously smaller. Uh, they they're, uh, they have the same kind of organization with the halls. Um, I found there's some more hands-on things at in uh, in uh, Infocom that are, than are here, um, specifically in the in the rigging uh, in, uh, and staging uh, areas. But uh, but other than that. Um, there's the same, you see the same actors that are in the same booths at, at the different places. So it's, it's great for the North American people to uh, travel more closely um, to, to these kind of events. And it's nice that, it's kind of nice that it goes back and forth to the West and to the East um, in, in North America, so. Yeah, I feel like um, Shorter plane ride too, <laughs> for Very me. Very true. true, very true. Um, if with ISE, it is, because it has grown to such you know, a large size, it, it kind of does limit where it could be held. And so I guess Absolutely it- Absolutely it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it makes sense to just be in one location year after year until eventually maybe they outgrow it. But it sounds like um, the FIDA itself has plans for expansion and then hopefully the, you know, the AV community will expand along that, you know, with that. I think all of these places really support conferences. There's lots to eat, lots to do when you're out of the out of the hall and your, your dog, your feet are killing you. Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 nice. There's lots of places that are close to to for certainly for hoteling and staying, but also for things to do. Lots of entertainment uh, uh, opportunities uh, here here uh, for sure. Yeah, I think when you left the Rye, it was a nightmare. Not just for taxis, but like yeah. there was one small subway or metro to get get back to the right. airport right. and it always was crowded and um, there's always problems with the ticket machine now that that isn't the fault of ISE but it felt harder to commute to the Rye than it does to the FIRA yeah. I believe yeah, yeah I, I'm really impressed by public transportation here um, there's obviously public transportation limitations in uh, in Las Vegas they have a SkyTrain 
but it, nice. it doesn't get everybody fast enough to where they have to go. So there's a lot of taxi service and a lot of uh, coach buses that take you around, which is which takes more time. And and then of course in Orlando there's almost nothing. They have, everyone's taking a coach or a taxi to, to there. So public transportation really makes a big difference um, here and I really enjoy it. Absolutely, I think that's one, that's a statement in general about Europe as a whole. Like right. there is such more of a focus on public transport. And I did love that they, uh, ISE offers a uh, yeah. public transport pass yeah. that's right. uh, for the attendees. And that's like, that's definitely something that we just don't see in, um, in North America as much. Yeah, I, that, it's, it's, a, it's so easy. Like you, you arrive, you get your badge or you pre-print your badge. A lot of people did. And then, you know, just go up to the booth and just they scan your badge and you get your, your ticket for the four days. It was yeah. great. I, I, I really liked it. I only found out on the last two days of, of last year at ISE that, that they offered that, that uh, option to have a, uh, a subway or transportation uh, pass. And it's great. Uh, what I also love this year is the, uh, the badge comes in a paper holder. Yes. I thought that was yeah, very, totally very environmentally, very environmentally uh, thoughtful. Um, no more plastic, because uh, we've all been to lots of conferences where, where plastic is, is, is where your name badge goes, so I liked yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That was, a good, that was a, a kind of a, a good segue, because let's talk about sustainability. And in, you know, how has, have you seen like, sustainability become more and more of a topic, um, at, especially at a show of this scale, where it, it's, all the lights, all the glitz, all the what, it's very much a power draw. And then um, the actual booths themselves mm -hmm. then somewhat become waste. Well, a lot, a lot of the technology that I'm looking at, uh, that, that is one of the features that they, that they talk about is that it's, it's more of a power, uh, a power saver than, it, than the predecessor technology that, that's out there. So even, even the lights in the studio, there's, there's no incandescent anything almost in, in, the, in this whole building probably. There might yes. be a little bit of fluorescent around, but we're LED, we're really turning into that and that's, that's, a, that's one of the big power sucks. But even this booth that way in, and I know Sony, Midwich have this booth and it looks, it's all made out of wood, it's recyclable. Sony did the exact same thing. They, they, they gave their tour, they talk about sustainability, they talk about that, yes, we are, these are our stats of energy saving, but you know, it's great that if, if they're not using this again, it is recyclable. Yeah. I, I've noticed that some, and the booth, they, they take down the booths and they use the booths again, which mm -hmm. is nice and sustainable. I mean, I'm just looking here, I have a paper cup. Yeah. I mean, yes. you know, we, 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 we're, we're trying not to have these, these bottles around. Now there are lots of bottles still out there, but um, the more thoughtful places are, are thinking about um, the environment that's in their booth, Absolutely. sustainability in their booth. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's refreshing that like it, it it's more um, intentional uh, right. from years, yeah, years past that they're making it more of a point, not only in their tech, but yeah, with little things like not bottled water. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And so in planning to come to uh, this show, do you, did you have an approach, Justin? Did you have a this plan year, in mind? Yes. This year, like, and this, I did, to Amsterdam, and this is my second at Barcelona. But it, when I was in Amsterdam, I was going from the airport to my hotel, to the Rye, and, and reverse. 
this year I just and the same last year I came out over for the week but you're constantly working you're constantly looking for something to record you're lo- looking for something to edit you're trying to think of what to bring back to your campus and then um, you arrive home it's like so did you enjoy your week it's like I worked all week you know so I added in two extra days this year and came over on the Sunday before ISC and I think if you had the time if your work or you know your employer allows you to come off at that time get the extra two days in to see some stuff because I see have their tech tours um, as well. They're doing the new camp. Oh, no, they're not doing the new camp. They're going to Barcelona uh, to a football club to to do a tech tour. But you know, there's the Sagrada Familia. There's like Parkwell. You know, see a bit of Barcelona instead of working all the time. I think you know, you guys have to travel so far. It's, it'd be insane to just come over just for I see. I, I came. I came with a, a, a group of education technologists in the higher education uh, sector, and uh, we we we've been traveling around a lot together usually. And then uh, we'll break off um, and uh, do our own thing. And, the, and my approach was the first day, I'm just going through every hall, just looking to see where everything is, get That's the lay right. yeah. get the lay of the land, yeah. and with no intention to see anyone in particular or anything in particular, just getting ideas. Second day, I go back and look for those ideas. Yeah. Look, what, look at things I, I noted for. Yeah. I noted on the first time, and then and then on the third day, I'll, I'll go visit some of the the more common suppliers and manufacturers. I would uh, I would to- I would technically use nor- normally use. I mean, but it's it's one of these things like you do not get to see everything in two days. You need to do the week. If you can do the week, do the week. Yeah. Because by Friday, at least I'm I was going through my list, going, okay, what is it that I still need to see? Yeah. And is it important that I still need to see this? Yes. You know, um, yeah, like you can feel the drop off. Like you, you go Monday and it, quite average crowd and then Wednesday, the peak of ISE. Like I, I'm looking forward to seeing the actual stat from Mike Blackman, but I'm hearing it was the biggest ISE on Wednesday that's ever been in 20 years. I, I would say it's, it's uh, I, I felt like it was, it, there was 15 to 20% more crowd. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it just felt that way, and uh, I mean, and you're mentioning Friday. Yes, Friday. It's crowded the first uh, couple of days, but Friday today. Today's Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, and riding the metro in it was was much much later. Yeah. So, but this, so this is actually a good day if you can stay to Friday. This is a great day to talk to people because yes. sometimes you might have to stand, stand in line to talk to someone. Today's the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And today, I think if you are a swag collector, yes. the last day is always <laughs> the best day to go because they don't want to take that stuff home with them. So right. it's coming home with me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when I was planning my you know walk around, I think I I sort of changed my my thinking a little bit because originally I was like, well, I want to hit the things that I use. Um, mm. But then I thought about it and was like, I have my regular reps that I see regularly. They, t- they keep me up to date on the things that, um, you know, that, that they're the up products, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, why would I go, you know, travel all the way here 
to see, see something the that same. you know already. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like so unless I knew that there was like something that was you know breaking, like something they've got the new new here, and it's gonna be something that solves a problem I'm having. Then I'll go and check it out. But um, I think now like my mindset changed to more the I'm gonna hit things that I don't normally get exposed right. to that may very well solve oh, one of problem. my problems. Um, but then on the other side of the coin, um, I wanted to kind of take a look at the perimeter, at the like smaller things that I normally would not have even looked at, sort of the little diamonds in, a, in the rough. And then, um, you know, maybe I'm going to see something that solves a problem I didn't even mm -hmm. realize I had. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I, I think the whole idea of Congress Square and having those startups are so important because that's where you will see it. I think in years to come, and I don't think it's going to be that many years to come, you'll see another hall dedicated just to these type of startup companies. You know, or even, yes. you, know, in a, you know, having a half day where people can come and pitch with some of their stuff because there's so much... New little, I, I think a great one there where it was language translation by AI. It was real time, you know, it was software license based. And it's like, even for people with accessibility and needs, it's perfect. Or if you want to change it for languages for an international live event in your university, you have, you have that ability. Yeah. I, I what, what, what can I say? Um, I, I didn't come here with it, thinking as much about the problem solving as, as what, what did I want to uh, bring back to suggest mm -hmm. to my campus and suggest to uh, my departments uh, what they might use or what, what's out there so I could, uh, so I could pitch to them. Um, this might enhance or this might uh, uh, bring better service to students or better service to your department. So, Absolutely. And that... Oh. Let's you know. Let's talk more about those that tech. Did you find something that, in particular, like we can let we can name names. It's okay. okay. <laughs> let's, name name names. let's name some names. Like, was there something you found that was like this is the perfect product for higher ed tech, like for your university or you know universities in general? Well, the the, the first thing that uh, that I'm attracted to right now is, uh, is uh, we, we came through a pandemic, we had to change a lot of our classrooms to have web conferencing capability. Nice. So, um, so a lot of our classrooms have kind of the basic web conference capability. Um, some of our uh, faculty are now wanting to record more of their, of their, uh, of their classes. Um, maybe it's a flipped classroom where you, where, you have a, where you have a recording of a lecture. They want to record their lectures. They don't want to necessarily do it in their office using, using Zoom, mm -hmm. which is a fine product, but, and we use it, but it's, they may not want to use that as a recording platform. So I'm preparing to make, uh, uh, to make a pitch to have small recording studios. Maybe it's, and, and it'll have maybe a whiteboard and a, and a small lectern or a place to sit, but it'll be a professional recording device. Right. Um, and, and that could, that could uh, uh, upload by itself, start, stop button, uh, like they have with, with uh, Epifan. Epifan has a, has a product to do just that. Very simple, um, but very powerful, um, very professional. You can, and so I'm going to set up some you can uh, remote you into use, it. Use, you can use your green screen. You, you can, yeah. Uh, well, you can use a green screen or not. Or not. But, but yeah, you can. You can. Uh, so it's a self-serve 
more professional environment for them to uh, lecture capture. Not necessarily in a big classroom, but just by themselves. Yeah. Um, I love the Atome, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, the A-R-T-O-M-E, I know. But it's an all-in-one, in-the-box solution. There's your projector, they're using Epson projectors on top. You can get the projector, depending on what size of display you want to, to project. You can have a microphone receiver in it. You have, and it's on wheels. It's I've seen that. Yeah. It was, it's, it's it's I saw it last year as well, so yeah. 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 It's a yeah. super uh, box, and then, then the AI as well. Um, I came across Aurora had um, a solution where it's their little touchscreen. I'm sure there's code names for these models, but their little touchscreen was literally a cube size. It had microphone, speaker, uh, power over Ethernet, um, beamforming microphones, and you can program the screen to what touch screen to whatever way you want. And I thought, there's a solution that you can use in any type of environment, whether it be higher ed, whether it be high hospitality, whether it be conferencing. And oh, like the the example I was having, like a button to vote and mute the mic. You know, you really, when you put something of that size into a small cube with yeah. everything built in yeah. and one cable. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah, you, you both hit on like some of the things that I've hit, was like, the, that's good, those are good. And those are, um, uh, I know uh, all three of the companies that were mentioned, they are super responsive to feedback and mm -hmm. things that they had here um, are newer models of original products that they have adjusted because of the feedback that they've heard um, yes. from um, people in higher ed to, you know, make things better for us, sell more products for them. Like, it's, it's wonderful to see these companies, like, really taking user feedback to heart, um, especially since um, that's really what it's all about. It's about the user experience and making sure that, you know, we need to get have the tools to give to our end users because you know we are technically end users ourselves in setting like this, but it is really kind of refreshing to. I, I think I, I think that's what um, that's what I get out of this too. Um, I get I get to speak to the manufacturer, and when they see I, I, I'm a, I'm a I'm a user from from a, from a school. Um, I get to tell them what I need. They're not. I don't want them to sell me something. I'm, I might be already using one or, or more of their products, but I can tell them what. Uh, and that's part of the job I, I like to do here is to is to tell them what I need next, what 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 they what they can add. And sometimes it's simple. Sometimes it comes through, and it's part I of my participation. I strongly in believe that only changed in the past four or five years, pre-pandemic, because. It was not until the pandemic hit that, you know, all of a sudden higher ed seemed very important of what we're doing, what we're trying to achieve. And we were doing virtual too. And I feel that maybe we had to do virtual too because you're talking about education and it doesn't stop, you know? So like, I remember my first um, ISE in Amsterdam, I was going around to different booths and you know, I used to work in the private sector before I moved into higher ed. And you would feel that the treatment they were giving you yeah. was completely different because 
there's someone that works in the private sector in a financial firm, like my colleague, well, one of my previous colleagues was walking, was walking around with me. They were giving him more attention because had he got more of that, versus the fact that, yes, we still need the product. And I think only in, after COVID, that people are, and of course with HEDMA and what's going on in the States, you know, that they're finally listening to this vertical. Absolutely, yeah. They, it, there has definitely been a huge shift in much more like uh, respect and understanding of like higher ed and what we do. Um, and we're not really considered typical end users anymore. And definitely like when people see that we're from universities, they actually want to talk to us. As to in the past, they kind of be like, oh, well, you're not with you're not with an integrator or somebody who's going to be pushing our product. So uh, I don't well, want to I, spend I time with well, you. The, that yes, higher ed universities have the integrators, but it's important for us to, to be over here at ISE. But I think the shift also comes from that you don't need a programmer all the time. AI, I, I, yeah, I've gone, gone there, I've used the word AI, but like it's, it's, it's there and helping. It's become more simple, it's become more user-friendly to do online training and be able to come out with a solution. Like, a lot of these things are one, t one box. Yeah. You know, Epifan is one box. The Aurora was, is one box, well, a couple of boxes, but like in room, one box doing everything. You know, and they are Tomi, one box. There's the projector, there's the microphones. There's a receiver, there's a speaker, all in one box that you can wheel and mobile unit to any room or any place. I think, I think uh, also that um, higher ed and, uh, and educators are getting more, um, are, or be, are more respect or being heard more uh, mm -hmm. because our suggestions are coming from a place from technicians and, yes. and, and from designers. My, I have a designer in my team. I have technicians on my team. So, and, and I'm a technician, I have a technical background just like a lot of my colleagues. Uh, coming from higher ed to this show, and it's, it, when they when they get a lot of respect from a, or when they ha communicate with a with a commercial or or a corporate uh, uh, client, that they 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 talk to them differently. They talk to them from a sales point of view. We talk to them from a functional point of view, and then we can we can help to, we can help them sell more product. Actually, mm. we want to use your product. Listen to us more because. Yeah, or can we, do, can we do a case study on this? Can we borrow some equipment and try it I borrow it out? equipment all the time. Yeah. I, and, and I make arrangements uh, all through here to, uh, to, to borrow their equipment to try it out. Yeah. And, and a corporate customer wouldn't do that. No. But we no. would. Yeah. We're, yeah. Gonna, we're gonna bring it back to the real world and, 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 and kick it around. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I think one of the, one of the things that um, I've been looking for more uh, is, flexibility and simplification of things. And so when you were talking about like the one box, the one button, like that's, that's the direction like we need to go in. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's, it is important to have the one box solution, but like also make sure that, you know, does that increase the point of failure? You know, if it's in one box. You know, with Artomi, like, yeah, the, the, the projector is there. It's an Epson projector in one box. It's a, it's a receiver. I don't know which, which make of receiver it was in one box. But, like, if something did fail, at least you can still replace it. You know, like, the, sometimes you go, 
if we put everything into one box and it fails, well, yeah, maybe we can switch out the box, but... Yeah, right. e ease, ease of use is, is, is the biggest seller for me. Not not, for me, not necessarily the one yes. box, but the ease of use um, and, and for the technology to be transparent to yeah. the user. I, you, my, you've hit a good word there, the yeah. transparency of it. You know, right. being able to, like, having good web interfaces, you know, behind the scenes that you can either remote onto, see it, that, like, it doesn't need a master's degree or a programming degree to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if my, if my programmers or my configurators uh, that, uh, of, the, of the systems do their job well and do their homework, then it's going to be a breeze for anyone to walk into my classrooms and be able to operate. Oh yes, because it, it needs to, and user interface needs to be something that's intuitive and they're not going to have to like. And common from room to room to room to room. They yes. get the yes. same experience yes. uh, anywhere they go. Absolutely, yes. I am a firm believer in the standardized room to give the same experience, even if behind the scenes, it could be a little bit different, even though from a support standpoint, ugh, hate that, but um, that's not as important as what the user gets to see. Well, I want to, we're going to start wrapping this up, but do you have any last things that you want to, want to say about the show, this week, anything? Well, um, I, <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a great show. I had a great time here. And uh, I, I enjoy coming here. I enjoy going to Infocom. But uh, I think I'd like to come back here again because the, it's, it's a much bigger environment. There's a, a lot of new product that doesn't necessarily have North American representation yet. Uh, but I can start poking my distributors now, saying, hey, you may want to pick this up, you may want to pick this up. And, and I think, as you said, um, there's a lot of new ideas from small, um, inventors, uh, you see the smallest booths all the way ar mm -hmm. around the outside. Uh, they, they they don't have a lot uh, on their on their tables, yeah. but you look at their stuff and they've got really great ideas. And maybe they're going to be the next um, next uh, manufacturer that gets bought out, or their their one product explodes. So I like to watch them to and see what's new. That's that's the key thing. You can be driven to the the way it's set up here at the Fira. You can be driven into the middle aisle and, wow, we're in hall three, look at that screen. Whoa, there's Panasonic with a movable wall. There's Samsung with the wall that you have to go inside and see, like you walk under this, the bridge and um, see their virtual production studios. You know, that area can be, especially in hall three, can be overstimulating. You're turning your head everywhere and there's lights and there's big LED walls everywhere. But it sort of goes back to my point that maybe, you know, if ISE are listening, uh, maybe there is room for just a haul for the startup boots instead of missing out on it because you have to, you're, you're zoned into, and it's clever marketing, you know, the bigger companies pay the bigger money to be on that of side course, of the boots. Course. But like, if we could get all those startup boots together, I think that would be my change of things. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me, both of you. This has been a wonderful show. And um, before we close out, how can people get in touch with you, Justin, if they want to? Yes, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I, I did say I'm from Dublin City University. I do my own podcast, All Things Techie. I, I do a Hitmap podcast with Joe Way called Across the Ponds, where you can find me there. You can find me at justinordawson.com, and I'm on all the socials. And how about yourself? 
Well, um, I don't have a podcast. This is the first podcast I've ever been on. Uh, well, done. But, <laughs> well. well done, well done. <laughs> but if anyone has any questions for me, they can, uh, they can obviously contact me at my university at ahaggart at wlu.ca. Wonderful. I, I think we have to do a tour over to Canada and see what you guys have. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. welcome to. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and as for me, you can catch me each month here on the EdTech Podcast on at AV Nation. And you can find me um, on most of the socials if you want. But find me on the HETMA community at community.hetma.org. And we'll see you next time. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. 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 Is AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation. Hi, this is Jennifer Goodyear and Erica Carroll from, from the, the Women, Women in, in AV, AV podcast, podcast, where we are encouraged by the incredible stories of women in AV. Listen in on fun, empowering conversations as we chat with inspiring women, breaking barriers, and creating their own path in the industry. Check out Women in AV on avnation.tv or wherever you get your podcasts.